All right, welcome to Hey, Don't Touch That. I'm your host, Brian, joined always with my co-host, Jordan. Jordan, happy day after Father's Day. <laughs> yeah, it's something, all right. <laughs> uh, people can't see this because we don't put this out on the internet, uh, but I have a pretty fucked up haircut, and uh, Jordan is holding a baby. Yeah, I'm holding the, the now six-week-old who apparently only wants to sleep when she's in my arm here. So we'll see how long that lasts before we have to pause the podcast briefly and I can ship her upstairs. We'll, we'll take a we'll take a scheduled break. We'll or... take a, a brief sponsor break. <laughs> how was your uh, Father's Day? It was good. I, I think I texted you. I got uh, my wife got me an iron neck. I'm so jealous. Uh, yeah, Joe Rogan pumps it all the time. And I've used it a couple times and I think my necks are already stronger. <laughs> How does it, how do you install it? It it, it comes with like a door, a door, uh, I don't want, it's not a clamp, but a door tether, like, you know, for like those gymnic bands. It also comes with like a a strap for your, like if you have a a power rack or a squat cage, Yeah. uh, which I have. So that's what I use it on. And then you basically just attach your little bungee cord to that at the height of your head. Yeah. And then the other side to the iron neck, and then it gives you the exercises to do and you do them and yeah the, the exercises aren't hard yeah um, it, it doesn't look like it it feels super awkward when you're in there and then once you're doing it you're like oh, okay I, I can see how this helps but we'll see i'll get i'll we'll have to come back to this maybe in about a month after doing all these exercises and see how i feel how often are you supposed to use it mm, i actually didn't read it. i've just been doing it. i just did it two days in a row so okay I, I feel like it can't be that strenuous on you no, like they gave you two exercises to do. I think if I read it right, and then they up, they get higher in level, right? So I'm just doing the beginner ones for now, and the next week maybe I'll up my game up a little bit. We should do a contest. You you do your uh, iron neck, and I'll do my ghetto. Put a towel around a kettlebell, pick it up with my teeth, mm-hmm. and do the oh the grip. I saw uh, Coach Pow. Coach Pow did that the other day. Really? I think he did a chin up with. A chin up while he had the kettlebell wrapped in his teeth there with the towel, of course. Coach, promo, you know, I'm promo, gonna... code, promo code Coach Pow. <laughs> hey, spot. Hey, this is still sponsored by the greenhouse. We just, uh, we don't felt... play the sponsorship anymore just because, yeah, <laughs> I don't think anyone goes there. <laughs> well, from our podcast, that doesn't already go there. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I, I met up with our, our friend Juan today. And uh, as he was delivering some meals for my brother-in-law, his best friend Craig, mm-hmm. he also brought me some uh, some greenhouse meals as well. So did uh, like so is the food truck up and running now? I don't know. We'll have to have him yeah, we'll come have on the podcast. On, yeah, give us an update on the local West Kelowna food truck. Yeah, on the West Kelowna food truck. That's right. Yeah, so anything I told uh, I told my wife about your iron neck, yeah. and then I thought it was funny because it, it'd be like our new segment stuff that Jordan wanted to buy this week. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, got as a gift. I was just like, Jordan got a iron neck for Father's Day, and uh, my cousin got um, the Lego Infinity Gauntlet from his kids. Ooh. And then uh, I was like, so what did I get? <laughs> and uh, I got I got a nice card from my daughter, and then my wife ended up getting me the lemon loaf at uh at starbucks oh very nice yeah 
There's no iron neck, but uh, yeah. not, not complaining. I also got a nap for Father's Day. It was great. Oh, very 30 nice. minutes. Got a nice 30 minute nap. It's pretty good. I take it you'd, you wouldn't tell us if you got any of the sexual favors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, our kid sleeps in her bed. So, but, you know, you can always go to the bathroom, <laughs> do it real dirty, <laughs> just like you used to back in your younger days. <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway yeah no no it was a very earmuffs all right so action-packed podcast i uh, just th- what do you think of the last podcast by the way that was pretty cool pretty crazy it's, it's pretty cool that's the first time we had well we had uh six people on uh i was kind of worried at the beginning there'd be a lot of talking over each other yeah, but it actually it went pretty well. I can't complain. The one, my one, my one, uh, I guess qualm with the whole podcast is there's no like. I wish we, if we were smart enough to figure out some sort of pay like poll page where we can put up and have people vote on who had the better yeah. team, that'd be good. But I mean, it was fun just to do. Um, like it was pretty, pretty much a consensus that you were the worst. Uh, uh, my buddy Taj would disagree. He says my team was clearly the best. No, no. He said clearly by far the best was my team. So no, I can't. And he's I, think I, I still guy. have the list. I still have the list here. Let me he's see a healthcare hero. I I have it saved on Google Drive. We could still put it up. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot, but the thing still- is, there's so many good teams. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. We have to we have to have another discussion down the line, but I think I think we can review it at a, at a later date. Uh, once I feel everybody, each one of us, would think their team won. Like even after looking at their list, I think each they, one of us would think they won. How could they think that if only one person got the rock? Yeah, but I got Stone Cold. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> for being honest here. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it was a good hard. episode. I'm looking at my team now. I mean, <laughs> come on, what are we talking about here? You have Lita. Lita's Lita awesome. Wrestler. What are you talking about? Oh, man. Come on now. Her claim to fame is a whale tail and a sex show. <laughs> Which we could technically, uh, my league could create, recreate. Mm-hmm. All the major players were on it. And you took the nation, which... As fun as they were, they weren't a very strong stable. I'm not gonna lie, that was like I said, that's a cult favorite. That was, I love the nation of domination. <laughs> yeah, and then like RVD, as high as you took them, it's pretty weak, I think. Oh, fuck up. I stand by my pick. Jordan. Okay, okay, we'll compare our number four picks. You took RVD, and I took Andre the Giant. Yeah. Who? Okay, who would you rather watch? It doesn't matter. Who is more polarizing who would the sport you- of wrestling? Who would you rather watch? Back back in the day to see a seven foot what, four giant who can drink as much as any like 50 men. I'd rather see Andre the Giant in live. I'd rather watch the NBA and watch RVD. Dude, at the time, we got to think at the time Andre the Giant was wrestling. Okay. There weren't even NBA players that were as big as him. Like it wasn't until we saw Shaq, who kind of close, was that the size of the guy we're talking about. So you shut your mouth. <laughs> No, and now I, you're rolling, you jabroni. <laughs> no, no, I, I, uh, I stand by my pick. I would have still taken RVD over over Andre the Giant, and just watch the tape. Watch the tape. 
You okay? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not debating that. RVD you have wasn't one hour. A good wrestler. And like he was good. He was good. I like RVD. I'm not debating it. I'm just saying, in a, a wrestling draft, I would take. Former I would champion. rank Andre the Giant over RVD. Okay, Andre the Giant's dead and still has a clothing line. Well, he's Roots of Fight. He's part of Roots of Fight. Legends and Legends line. Legend. We'll agree to disagree there, Jordan. We'll agree to disagree. Well, it was a good podcast. It was yeah, a good but overall, podcast. it was a good podcast. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, I, I've tried to convince you we should do multiple drafts. We will. Like, just different things. So maybe we'll have we that. Will. And we can have different. We'll mix and match people and get them all on there. Agreed. But yeah, it was good. It's a good draft. All right. Let's, uh, let's go into the beer review. All right, oh, Jordan. Excuse me. Sorry. God damn. Excuse my manners. No, no, that's fine. You uh, said, excuse me. You go first. Okay. I'm uh, continuing with the Big Rock pack that I started mm-hmm. last week. Uh, I will be drinking the Big Rock Honey Browned Amber Lager. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. 5%. It is uh, medium hops, low on the IBU scale, and light in color. So to the Honey Brown. All right. I've got the... I'm finishing up my my uh my tour of the world uh beer pack from my wife and we're back in canada a tour of the world so wait is that just continents no it was really just a whole bunch of imported european beers nice and then she got me that's still okay yeah it's a thoughtful gift it was a very thoughtful gift very thoughtful gift uh so i've got the steamworks brewing company i have the uh Pilsner, Kolsch. No, no, it's the Kolsch Lagerdale, right up I like, alley. A, I like a good Kolsch. It's a uh, five five percent. It's from Vancouver, Steamworks Brewing. So let's hope it's good. <laughs> nice. I'm excited. It comes in a nice can, and uh, it's a larger can. I also have a uh, leftover beer from yesterday. <laughs> I put it in the fridge. Mm-hmm. I figured it was Father's Day. I deserved a beer at the Raspberry Lime Pilsner. Nice. It's done now. But... I had a I had a Pabst Blue Ribbon yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's like that's like a real dad beer. I think. Yeah. Anything like you buy cheap. in a case of fifteen that doesn't cost that much is a dad beer. Yeah. So, what was your dad's choice when he was a? Uh... My dad's choice. I think it was a Canadian, just a Canadian guy. I can't remember what he had for beer. My dad was a big Crown Royal guy. Wow. Yeah, and Lemonheart. He loved Lemonheart. What's Lemonheart? I believe it was a... I think it's a rye. It could be a rum. But him and his buddy Wayne would always get together and just get fucking slammed. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time we went to a hockey tournament. Um, and, like, our parents had come, too. My dad had to be helped back to the room one night. <laughs> And then he missed our morning game. Like he just didn't go. He just clearly hung over. Like, and at the time I was probably 13, 14, maybe. So I was like, well, I must be sick. I guess. I don't know what happened. Now as a dad, I'm like, oh, respect. Did your mom go to your game then? No, it was only one parent on the, these trips. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. He just got slammed with the other parents and stumbled back well i i know he had to be helped back to his room because the other dads told me that the other day uh, after the fact so that's funny yeah yeah my dad uh 
it was whatever was on sale that my mom would buy. So for a while it was black label. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think brew house. And then, uh, yeah, he made his own beer for a little bit, but then he stopped doing that. Probably wasn't as good. Are the Chinese good at making beer? I have no idea. What's their beer like? Isn't it like Sing, Sing Tao? Tao or something? Sing yeah, Tao. Sing Tao. Sing Tao. Sing Tao. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm I not culturally it. appropriating, am I, by saying that? No, no, no. That's I'm just fine. saying the name of the beer. Okay, good. <laughs> you say, <laughs> I'm barely pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's my favorite Chinese beer is the Guaylo beer. What's that mean? Like the white man's beer? Yeah, it's, it's made by the yeah, white man brewing company. Nice. Yeah, anyway, Steamworks. Hey, speak before we move on. Yes. Have you ever had uh, Sai Wu in Edmonton? Yes. Sai Wu Garden? Did you like yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's good because they're probably, it's probably because they're open like, what, 24 hours a day? The food's no, they're not expensive. actually. But what? They're not open 24 hours a day. Okay, I didn't know. Well, at least not on, on uh, DoorDash. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's just Chinese food, right? Well, yeah. So I was talking to my cousin the other day and he uh, he used to go to a place called in the West End called Dan Shing. Uh-huh. It was dirty as shit. But, like, oh, Dan really, Shing. Re- yeah, well, yeah, yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> <Dat> Shing. <laughs> they, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they okay. closed down because like they, re- they redid that mini mall. So I think they probably just like, well, we're closing down. But yeah, they had, their food is money. Yeah. So they closed. So he's like, ever since Dan Shing closed, what is it? Dat Shing. Dat Shing. Ever since Dat Shing closed, He's like, we've been going to Sai Wu Garden every time we were hankering for some China food. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I tried it the other day. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I think he may have overhyped it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for the most part, like, Chinese food's Chinese food. Like, <laughs> as long as it's greasy, it's good, right? Well. I found so- it a bit bland compared to most that I've had, which is maybe is because I got it off, like, Skip or something. Yeah, but- yeah. It's probably because there's the like, oh, a real Chinese person doesn't use yeah. yeah. They, they'd pick up, they'd avoid those fees. <laughs> this yeah, guy tips six bucks. It's way too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. so funny thing. I was listening to. Sorry, just so I need to address two things. Uh, Saiwu Gardens. I've had once. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Uh, once or twice. I can't remember. Is it? Do you think it's better than All Happy? I like all, all happy better. All happy is good, but you always have it when you're drunk, usually. Yes. Uh, Datsing. I remember I used to go there. Um, Round Stony Plain Road, right? Yeah. I used to go there quite often. They had a diverse menu. Mm-hmm. Not only do they have Chinese food, and they had like, they had your white people Chinese food, but they also had like Chinese Chinese food. Mm-hmm. They also had Vietnamese food. Ooh. They have uh, uh, these Vietnamese. Uh, spicy noodles mm-hmm. uh it's called bun bo hui bun bo hui yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah something like that <laughs> we should ask our uh, friend kim to pronounce that correctly for me we should get her on should we i think so well, she could be our first female <laughs> guest no second female guest i forgot our, our wives want to be on this she, i was just like yeah maybe we'll do say this is probably a better option right now trying to get rainer on at this point is going to be ridiculously hard with this we'll, just, we'll get him on when you guys show up oh that's a good point yeah someone can watch the kid we'll get we'll get child care. We, get, we get tons of filipinos at that time yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> just kidding. uh what was i saying oh yeah second thing 
so I was listening to a podcast about tipping, right? And it's like, oh yeah, you always don't have to tip at Chinese restaurants. It's just like, yeah, because you're expecting that the service will be worse. Isn't that a form of systemic racism? Is what the guys are saying. <laughs> That's thinking way too much into it. I think it's just what you like, grow up learning is like if you tip like a Chinese <laughs> delivery driver like more than like two percent, they're like, I'm rich. <laughs> Which like I think the guy like nowadays like 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 earls or whatever like if you don't tip like 18 percent, they consider you a douchebag which i disagree i obviously disagree with like i disagree i i'm a I, I like to think i'm a good tipper yeah when i tip though i think okay i'm tipping the kitchen as well mm-hmm. so if i have bad service and bad food the tip is bad if it's half and half probably an average tip if they're both good then over tip. Yeah. and i'll do the same at like chinese crowds like i don't i don't, I don't discriminate <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I I uh, I remember my dad and mom would tell me, "Oh, it's a Chinese restaurant. You don't have to tip that well." <laughs> well, there so you I've go. Kind of, like, it's kind of. <laughs> so I've continued it, but then today I felt guilty. I'm like, "Oh man, what what are we not doing that we have to? We aren't entitled to the same tip as the Western restaurants." See, so to me, from what you just told me about your parents, that's kind of the niche they made for themselves. <laughs> that's what they like. It's like when you're first in a relationship. If you do all these things, she's gonna expect it all the time. <laughs> you just gotta start out with low expectations and then that's it jeez <laughs> um yeah no i will uh no, i'm gonna start tipping better at chinese restaurants anyway saibu gardens it was okay mm-hmm. i think that one's downtown yeah it's like on 97th street my favorite chinese place before i left was uh cafe tropica it's not called that anymore but it's uh it's on the uh, south you, side oh there's a place in the west end called tropica but i think that's yeah, yeah. Malaysian food yeah yeah it's different people would always uh go to accidentally like we have friends that would accidentally go to cafe tropica but they wanted tropica mm-hmm. and they were very disappointed i just told them it's because you don't know what to order but yeah uh yeah no sideway gardens passable but yeah they definitely under seasoned your food mm-hmm. so, no not enough msg not enough that, that shit makes a difference man no i know you've told me as much <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, the, I like i actually didn't even think msg was like a legitimate thing i was like oh it's eliminated and then you like like <laughs> i bought this bag of msg and i'm headed back to bc i was like are you sure that's not cocaine in that bag it looks like it <laughs> oh man it, it definitely upped my game i'm not gonna lie i'm i'm kind of shocked like i feel like i'm using it as a crutch some days like i'm mm-hmm. putting it in almost not almost not everything yeah but like anytime i'm cooking and it's just like hmm it's missing something. Yeah. It's missing some umami. umami. And I uh, bust out the MSG. And then sometimes I tell, like, if I'm cooking for the kids and for Sailor, she's just like, oh, no, I shouldn't use my MSG because she's just like, I don't, I don't want to eat that stuff. I don't know what the long-term effects are. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, <laughs> uh, I just use chicken bouillon powder instead. Anyway, well, before we a spot let's, for a break. Yeah, let's take a quick break. Let's take a quick break. All right, we're back. Let's uh, let's go into our first segment, our second segment of our podcast about last week. All right, Jordan, what hey. do you have for us this week? First, we'll update the uh, playoffs that are going on for both NHL and NBA. We'll start with NHL. Uh, right now, Tampa Bay just took a 3-2 lead tonight with an 8 nothing win tonight. Oh, my, my mother-in-law was pumped. She was really? so pumped. She was like, it's... Yeah, nine nothing. And guess who scored? I'm like, 
Luke Shen. She's like, yeah, because Luke Shen's up to customer. Oh, and, or your mother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. So she was really pumped for him because she's like, nice. yeah, he normally doesn't score. It's just like, yeah, no, he's just fights now. Yeah. But <laughs> but yeah, she was pretty pumped. Right on. Nine nothing. So what's it? it's three two now for it's three the two now. Yeah, and I think personally, I think the Lightning are gonna take it home. Yeah, but mind you, uh, New York at home has been pretty cool. Like watching that Coliseum there. Uh, so maybe they can force, but I think if they make it back to Tampa, I think they're done. So I don't, I think Tampa's going to win six or seven. Tampa's got a better team too, right? Oh but yeah. Like Tampa is the best team still remaining, I think. Yeah. And New York's basically playing with house money. They weren't that good this year. Yeah, they were, they are okay, but they play a good team game. Mm-hmm. And then um, in the, the other NHL semi, uh, right. the Golden Knights and Canadians are tied two two headed back to uh, Vegas. Yeah, uh, I think we'd say it's an overall surprise that the Canadians have won two games and mm-hmm. they're playing quite well, which is uh, nice to see that the North was kind of more competitive than everyone thought. Is it all Carey Price or a big part is because of Carey Price? No, like if you watch the games, like the Canadians have like led the play in lots of these games. They have a really good right. back end though. But the refing in these playoffs has been ridiculous. I, I, I know you probably heard, but some of these calls that they're just missing, like Suzuki the other, like Corey Perry the other night got just batted in the face in overtime. <laughs> I heard about that. Luckily, they scored. Uh, I don't like Corey Perry, but still, it's like, like how do you not see that? It was a baseball swing. And then uh, the other, just the other night, they have a video of the ref staring at uh, Suzuki and was it Braden McNabb? Yeah, Braden McNabb. And Braden McNabb literally like pushes him down and then punches him right in the face. And the ref's just like, <laughs> we're gonna let them play <laughs> yeah we're gonna let them play that's so, crazy it's like listen i like playoff hockey because they don't call as many penalties but you gotta call call somewhat of the rule book so, yeah yeah so that was a high stick or a cross check on perry right that would definitely a high stick <laughs> okay um so yeah so i i think vegas will end up taking it i think they're gonna win in six i don't think montreal wins another game and then i think we're gonna have a vegas tampa final but what do you think hmm. <sighs> um, I think Tampa is going to take it. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. They just, I mean, they're the defending champs. So they have that, they kind of know what it takes and mm-hmm. they have, they don't have a ton of roster turnover. And they have a very, like their team has no holes in it. Really. Yeah. So I think Tampa and then in the, on the other side of it, I actually think Canadians could pull it off. Yeah, I they just, shouldn't uh, pull it off, but I they think shouldn't, they could. But I think they could, yeah. You're right. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I just like I like Carey Price is a good goalie. Yeah, he's playing really well though. Yeah, uh, but it helps that they're they're back four D or monsters. <sighs> really good too. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I think like I think it'll be I think it'll be Canadians in seven. Okay. But yeah, the definitely Vegas is a tough team to beat. Yeah, for sure. Who do you think the league wants to win? What do I think the league wants to win? Yeah. Ooh, I feel either Vegas or Montreal would be a good story, like a good story, like Canada. Montreal is a Canadian team, right? Yeah. Uh, but Vegas, like they've been in it year after year after year. Uh, Tampa just won last year, so I mean, continue to grow the game in the South. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be kind of crazy if Tampa won and they ended up repeating. 
Mm-hmm. Do you put in asterisks by uh, any of these, any of these championships? No. Oh. No, like some people are mad about the whole salary cap rule, and I kind of was at first, but I mean, they're just taking advantage of the rules, just like any like I guess Chicago did the exact same thing when they won the cup. What was the issue? What's the issue with the salary cap? Basically, after the trade deadline, the salary cap basically just goes out the window, right? I didn't know that. Can't really add anyone. So what happened was um, right near the end of the season, both Kucherov and Stamkos, who didn't play all year, came back. So and they were like pretty much at the cap right uh, before that, right? Because but they both uh, Kucherov went had surgery and Stamkos was injured. So whatever they were able to figure it out and make it work. So good for them. Yeah, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so well, they cheated. Yeah. So that's well, the asterisk. That's what some people say. I don't think it is, but <laughs> the rule, the rules are rules. Let's head to the NBA. Uh, we all have right. the semis all figured out. Yeah, uh, we have the the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, uh, maybe this year's Cinderella team. Ah, well, you know, we'll see. The other side has one too. The Atlanta Hawks are facing the Miami Bucks in the uh, East. Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks. What did I say, Miami. Miami, yeah. Ah, MB, close enough. And then uh, on the the west side, we have the LA Clippers against the Phoenix Suns. All right. And okay. the Suns actually won tonight. So they're up one nothing. That was last night. Oh, last night. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I, have no, I have no clue what's happening right now. Okay, so yeah, I'm following this a lot closer than hockey. <laughs> so in the East, definitely Atlanta's, I would say they're the Cinderella team. But they're definitely a team you didn't expect to go this far. Yeah. And it's because you didn't think Trey Young was that good. And apparently he's really good. Mm-hmm. Do you know who Trey Young is? Yeah, I do know who Trey Young is. Okay. Are you surprised the Bucks are here though? Oh, yeah. But at the same time, I was so happy. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised. But okay, the Nets were kind of beat up, mm-hmm. right? So they had they lost Harden and they lost Kyrie. And it's basically Kevin Durant had to be LeBron. Yeah. And he's clearly not LeBron. I was pumped when they lost, man. Wow. Well, I don't know. Kevin Durant had a monster game that last game. Didn't he have 40 points? No, 48 points. Yeah. He had a huge game. Uh, game six. And Giannis no, game five had and game seven. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Yeah, and even I Atlanta, thought, I mean, they just squeaked by Philly. Like, didn't Philly have it in the bag and then just blow it? I think that was the case. But I think Philly was. Uh, game six, anyway. Philly's Philly's best players didn't show up necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think Ben pumped. Simmons gets traded? I hope he gets traded. I think his confidence is kind of shot. And they just got to figure out with that team, like who's going to be, like who's going to be, how they're going to build that guy, team, yeah. what their identity is. I think Ben Simmons, they could have had him, they could have traded him for James Harden, I think. Mm-hmm. But they ended up choosing not to. And now it's like, there's no way they're getting somebody like James Harden. So it'd be surprising to see who they could get. Because he's a pretty good player. Like, he's a really good defensive player. He just can't shoot. shoot. That's his problem. It's it's a big problem. in this day and age is a huge problem. Yeah. Uh, How about the West side? Clippers and Suns? It's going to be interesting. I uh, I don't know. I think the Suns are going to pull it out. I can't wait. Yeah. Is one I want Chris Paul to win his ring. Is Chris Paul playing right now, or is he still? Have COVID? Uh, he still has COVID, and he is fully vaccinated. He said, "Yeah, he tested positive for COVID, but he's uh, asymptomatic." Oh. Yeah, fully vaccinated. <laughs> sounds like sounds like something's a conspiracy to me. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want Phoenix to win. 
But no, that's they were. I think one conspiracy was that uh, Chris Paul mm-hmm. is very tired and he needs the break. Yeah. But he believes in his team, so he's like okay with them. He thinks they can win without him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I hope they. I man, I hope the Suns pull it off. Like the Clippers are. I don't know anything against the Clippers. I just I'm not a big fan of super teams in general. Mm-hmm. Versus like the Suns, they pretty much like I was talking to our buddy uh, AJ today, and I was just like, yeah, the Suns. They drafted most of their good players, and then they got Chris Paul, who was sort of like he had a good season in uh, OKC. Yeah, but for, he's kind of written off a little bit, though. Chris Paul, he was totally written off. Yeah. yeah so anyway, it should be good. I think I think uh, it was going to be Phoenix, and then from the East, I shit. You know what? I think Milwaukee can pull it off. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee. I don't know. I I actually don't like Milwaukee. Why? I hate Milwaukee. Why? Uh, just because I don't think they're that great. Like Giannis is a good player, but he just—he's got to learn how to shoot better. He's—he's—he's he's, he's, he's kind of like a one-trick pony, it seems. But. Yeah, you know who else was a one-trick pony? Shaq. Shaq. Daddy. Yeah, who was one of my favorite players of all time. <laughs> yeah, safe here. But Giannis isn't the big Aristotle. Okay, let's slow <laughs> your roll there. Trying uh, to shoot threes. But I like, I like the Hawks. I like their story. So I'd like to see them. And I like the Suns. I'm a big Phoenix yeah. guy. All right. Uh, okay. Well, done with that. Uh, so out of the NFL today, I believe, I want to say he's Canadian, uh, Las Vegas Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib became the first active NFL player to come out as gay. Hmm. Yeah, he went to Instagram and just announced it. And uh, yeah, I think it's a great story, actually. Yeah. And I think nowadays, I don't think it's a huge issue in the locker room as people might think, but. What is the issue? Is the issue that, oh, well, you like guys and we're all changing in front of you. Does that mean you're going to want to, you know? Yeah. Or is this like. I don't know, like coming up in hockey locker rooms all the time, like most of those guys act gay anyway. So like, what's what's the difference? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I definitely like, I think it's a good, I think obviously he's not the first gay NFL player, right? First openly gay. I'm glad I think he's the that. first one to come out. Exactly. Like, while in the NFL, like yeah. what Michael Sam was already, he already came out yeah, and he, he didn't really, he didn't even make the team. So, yeah, I think like, it's a huge, it's just like, it's nice to see people don't have to hide being themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he's obviously like I don't like I said earlier he's not like the first gay person there's probably someone but he's the closeted more mm-hmm. than one but it's just to have that do you think there's gonna be more people in the NFL coming out or pro sports in general? Uh, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I actually I kind of think like it's not really anyone's business <laughs> what their sexual orientation is, right? Or sexual preferences. Sorry, um, is that the term? I think so. Like orientation is uh, preference. Yeah, sexual preference. Is sexual orientation like het- like gay or straight? I don't know. I anyway, you know what I mean. I don't think it, like whether I'm gay or straight like has anything to do with whether I can play football or not. No. So should I have to disclose that to anybody? No. Like if I told my teammates or whatever, like they'll because obviously wives or not boyfriends, I guess. Hang out. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one thing, but to come out to the world like that i don't think necessarily think he has to but good on him that he did yeah 
I think it's, I think overall it's a good thing just because yeah, it sets uh, I mean, it's easy for you and I, two straight people to go comment on someone like this, but having, mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine having to live with such a big part of yourself, not being, and not being real to it. I think that's a bigger issue. So to have yeah, that that's going true. around, yeah, it's, I think it's nice. I think it will definitely, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it'll be, you'll see more, actually, no, I can't say you'll see more people doing it, but like at the same time, I really hope that that encourages more people not to have to hide if they if that's what they're doing yeah and we are in a world too today like especially 2021 which it may yeah. it is it's not easy obviously but it's easier than it was like 20 years ago to yeah. do this or like we're, our society is way more accepting of in some cases yeah for sure yeah different agreed yeah, yeah. no so, overall good yeah i just thought it was a good story and i think he's i want to say he's canadian uh you but, check yeah. that out yeah i'll check that out right now we'll right. continue to talk yeah, it'll be. I. It's crazy how that's like the first active pro sports person. A lot of people, like if they were gay, they would come out when they're done, right? So it does take a lot of courage for this guy to come out as now. Be like I said, I'm. I'm really interested in seeing how this affects like pro sports in general. It's crazy that it's. This is way more common in the WNBA. You know, like What's there are so. People, uh, people like, who are uh, gay, um, come out in yeah. It's you see them. Oh, okay, okay. Way more common in the WNBA. It's just like it seems like society is way more accepting of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was more kind of an indictment on society. It's just like yeah, you know, certain people can be like obviously they're they're lesbians because they you know they play sports and they look a certain way, but for men to be able to do the same thing is just like, it's, it is a double standard in some sense. So I'm happy that it's someone has come out, especially in a sport like football. Yeah. So it turns out he's not from Canada. He's from Westchester, Westchester, Pennsylvania. Ah, all right. So good on him. Good on him for sure. Uh, yeah. And I guess last topic today, uh, we, I don't know if you want to, uh, we decided we're bringing up, but the cancellation of Canada today, you want to talk about oh, you changed bit. the news. Did I change the news? I think that yeah, was you it. had something else. What was the other? Thing? I think we we're going to talk about that, but we can. We don't have to. No, no. Let's let's talk. Well, you brought it up. It seemed to be like, why don't you guys want to talk about this? Okay, oh, yeah, we can talk about it. I, I, my, I'll give you my view right away. Yes. The reason why I don't really want to talk about it because I don't even think it's an issue. <laughs> like what? This is my view. If you want to cancel Canada Day, go ahead. Don't celebrate it. Go go to work. Do what you want. <laughs> like what a people's issue with it that say 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 what your your issue with it is my issue i don't okay so or say what you your your what you perceive people's issue with it are not okay. your issue okay so first off i i actually thought a lot about this we're going to talk about the vaccine lottery i looked at it oh, that's right we'll talk about that briefly because my my views gonna be very much the same <laughs> Um, I think it's a complicated issue. Not complicated, actually. No, it's like I was even telling you. My, I think it's definitely a year in a long line of years. It's been like two years of this. Where I think maybe at the pandemic, be it just all the crazy shit that went down in 2020 and 2021. It's not definitely not as crazy as some parts of 2020 were, but at the same time, there's like some crazy shit that's going on. I don't go, I don't necessarily agree with canceling Canada Day. 
Uh, I, I'm not going to go to work if I don't have to. It's a, like, I, I think we should observe it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, definitely just changing some of the dialogue about it. Because, yeah, it's like a huge part of why Canada became a country was because they were able to figure out what, and I'm using air quotations with this, what to do with the indigenous people, right? Mm-hmm. Like the big part of it was they were able to put people onto reserves and then consolidate it into, you know, have treaties with different and that's colonialism you know our country is built on colonialism i don't think it should be forgotten i don't Mm -hmm. think it's uh in any way well no it does diminish canada but at the same time we should yeah it's built on it right but do you feel do you feel when you celebrate canada that's what you're celebrating colonialism i think indirectly you're celebrating the confederation which I'm just I'm gonna say this right now not (laughs) once in celebrating Canada is if I thought twice about it being more of like hey this is a day off we live in Canada let's party it up and that's what majority (laughs) people think so the fact that people want to cancel a day off for people that like listen I need the day off (laughs) I need a paid day off in my case I know some people don't get paid for it but I need a paid day off I don't give a fuck what you think (laughs) i want my day off you can call it whatever the fuck day you want i'm taking the day off and i'm getting paid for it in in and today is the if they call it if they call it canadian what do you call it colonization day canadian (laughs) colonization day i will celebrate i will take the day off okay so jordan the exact same thing i would do on canada day (laughs) they're, they're having another they want another holiday to observe and to recognize those who have uh suffered and lost loved ones in residential schools at the national day of observance. So you mm-hmm. have another paid holiday. So that, you know what? Yeah, exactly. And I would celebrate <laughs> and I would take that day and I would celebrate accordingly. I'd be any of these holidays. I'm doing the exact same thing. That's, Let's be honest. That's I'm not fair. thinking, I'm not thinking any more to it as our good friend, Brian Callen said, our good friend, yeah. our, our someone we listens to Brian Callen. He's like, the only people that care about this stuff are people that like people we have, like as individuals, we have so much to worry about, like our families, how we're getting paid, what we're going to eat next. We don't need to be worrying about this other shit. Let's be honest. <laughs> Fair enough. Everyone Fair just enough. needs to stop fucking being so butter soft as you claim, <laughs> and just like <laughs> let's forge for let's let's forge ahead in the future. Like, why is everyone bringing up stuff that happened years ago? I get it. Like the whole residential thing. I don't want to make it like light of that. Light. They of found it. more kids. Yeah, but. Okay, they think do, they found more kids. Yeah, they think they find more kids. And now what do you want? They're going to keep finding. What are, what are we, they're going to keep finding more kids. They're going to keep. This is going to keep happening. Every time it happens, we're going to bring it up again and be like, "Oh, I hate Canada." Okay, good. Don't celebrate the fucking holiday. <laughs> I don't care. Like it's a bad thing. I get it. It's a horrible thing. But in the end, we're not going to change the past. Yeah. Like not like residential. If okay, if residential schools were still around. Okay, good. Let's get them shut down. This is a horrible thing. They're shut down already. <laughs> Like people like this isn't like this is not really like new news. It's old news. Like these have been around forever. They've been finding bodies like this for a while. It's just like this is the oh, there's 215 kids. Yeah, I get it. It's sad. They went through some tough shit, but so did a lot of people growing up. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, am I not like, <laughs> am I not wrong? Okay. Like, are we, gonna I... go, are we gonna go all the way back to when like Muslims had Christians as slaves in North Africa? <laughs> I think like because it's still like a recent 
it's not as long as we used to think. It's not as long as we might think. That's the thing. First thing, yeah, right? It didn't. It didn't. It ended like what? Early nineties. Yeah. Um, you're still dealing with a lot of that, like the the uh, aftermath of the residential schools. Like we're all oh, yeah. still like, it, like it's well known that residential schools affected the indigenous population greatly. The and numbers, and they're still they're still affected by it. It's not just them. It's like Canadian society, like all of the a lot of the shitty stereotypes that we have about mm-hmm. First Nations people. Yeah, like a big part of that can be attributed to like not having like just basically wiped out generations of people. And the fact that part of your country, part of your country's history mm-hmm. is um, is part of that, you know, the colonialism. It's not, and I'm not, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. At the same time, like the old standing issue though, the issue that they have is reconciliation. It's like, how do we make, like reconcile the past? And it's just like, part of it is trying to bring it more to like, yeah, Canada is a great country. We're going to have a great day off. Mm-hmm. You and I are going to drink a lot of beer. We would have. You would have hung out. Yeah. Um, but just, the, others- the only thing, like, other than changing the school books, which I think they actually are trying to do. Uh, not in Alberta. Not, well, that's up for debate. Like, now, like, I don't know what they're doing in Alberta. We might not even have schools in like <laughs> five months for all I know. But... Other than doing that, what else? Like, what else can we do? I think they as just a, like population. Yeah, we understand. Again, we get it, right? It's, I think it's the issue is just the reconciliation and the truth part. So that's all. That's mm-hmm. my okay, fair enough. It's that's a, fair for, enough for Canada. They, but at the same time, it's sort of like I fucking love Canada in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like what is classified as Canadian. And my brother and I talked about this once. It's just like yeah, all these things that we define as Canadians. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have that shared experience, you know, it's because like I'm a first generation son of a, you know, first generation Asian uh, Canadian born Chinese. My mm-hmm. parents did not grow up in Canada. So a lot of things that I celebrated and that I kind of assumed as Canadian, I learned vicariously watching other people. Right. But now, like, if you look at it, you, your family is the class, the debt, like basically the, like poster boy of Canada, an interracial couple that lives in BC. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. But my, but that, I'm just saying, it's like Canada means different things to different people. I that's think. true, yeah. And it's just to recognize that. And I think like that doesn't. So it's a great country, but I think part of the narrative it's just changing and remembering the other part of the other side of the narrative. You know, mm-hmm. I think Canada means different things to different people, and it's just to assume that it's always the same might not be fair and that's true and like listen i'm not saying you it's a holiday like it's a named holiday yes if you don't want to celebrate if you have <laughs> issue with it oh believe me i that was the other thing i get like, it i'm so... not saying i'm saying you but like in general like anybody who has a problem with it you don't have to celebrate it stay home go to work do whatever you want i <laughs> do not care for me personally i will celebrate it because like one thing i can't stand right now especially in 2021 2020 whatever cancel culture is motherfucker these days like you can't do anything like you do one wrong step like 10 years ago they'll cancel you today (laughs) and that is like i just don't get it yeah like people let the past be like depending what it is obviously like if you found out you murdered someone 10 years ago then okay (laughs) and maybe that's the case for the residential schools i don't know (laughs) but yeah um 
No, it's you know what the fact that you and I are talking about residential mm-hmm. schools on a podcast listened to by tens of people, yeah, um, is like it's kind of a step in the right direction. The fact that it's even in the conversation in the broader like things, mm-hmm. um, we're definitely like again, this is this is getting a little deep for Chica's Paradise. I wasn't expecting no. this. And listen, but, uh, my view is quite selfish. I understand that. But no, I it's, it's, like, it's, fair. it's just, it's like, I, like I, right now, what I think about is my kids, my work, well, I don't know, whatever small recreational life I have at the moment. And apparently this podcast, <laughs> that's enough for my tiny little brain at the moment to think about. And that's fair. Right. That's fair. Um, and then the same opinion goes for our next topic, the lottery, oh, the God. vaccine lottery. Again. If you have a problem with it, do not enter the lottery. <laughs> but me, I didn't have to be like, I got vaccinated. I've been vaccinated fully. Well, I'm going to guess I'm a week away from being fully vaccinated. Yeah, but, same here. Uh, but I didn't have to be coerced into do it by some lottery. I've done it. This lottery comes out. I'm going into it. <laughs> Listen, I don't think it's the best use of our dollars. But I'm still entering it. I'm and they're already like, it's what are we? What am I going to do? The money is already spent, right? Mm-hmm. It's already spent. They're already going to spend it if you're in it or not. Exactly. I think that being in it is different than like, there's two different issues here. It's just like whether or not they should have done it is one issue. Yeah. But am I going to register and go in it and complain yeah. about it is another issue. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I would I say, you. this is my view. If you want to complain about it, do not enter it. If you enter it, shut your mouth <laughs> because it's, but do you not agree? It's, it's, it's sad. The fact that oh, they need to listen personally, we shouldn't need a lottery to get people to get vaccinated. There you go. See, that's also, one issue. I will say this: whether you get vaccinated, I do not give a fuck what you do. Again, if you choose to live that life, not get vaccinated, you deal with the consequences. I'm well, getting though, vaccinated. They, they they fuck everybody else over too, though. COVID won't go away that way. Well, right now in the states. They're letting people do whatever they want and they're wide open. So who are we to say what we should do? <laughs> That's fair. Hey, so on that note, okay. So we're trying not to be too like, I don't want I, I hate talking about COVID, but we have to now that we talk. So they're, what they're saying is, uh, yeah, they're concerned that Alberta is opening up too early with the Delta variant. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, isn't that even having one dose of the vaccine, it's, it's okay. So I know with the Delta variant, it's uh, it's not as effective as until yeah. you get two doses, but even then it's just like, even if it reduces people going to the hospital, mm-hmm. they're still going to get COVID, but it technically, they should be okay. Right. You think? Yeah. I mean, I personally think it, they open too early, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I'm not, I'm not an expert in any of this stuff. So yeah, yeah. whatever I say, just throw it out the window. But from what you read, like you get one dose, it's not that great against Delta. You get the second one, it's like 90%. Yeah. Uh, whether they're opening too early or not, it's like, I don't know. That's not, that's not, I'm not smart enough to make that decision. Like you you have a choice too, right? Like if you think they're opening up too early, it's like, we can continue doing what we're doing, right? Like you're not forced to go out and party it up or do whatever you want, right? And let's be honest, people that have didn't want to follow the rules, they weren't following the rules the whole time. Mm-hmm. The only reason why we're opening up is off the backs of people who went back, got vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is what it is. You're, like, there's so many people that obviously we're not going to please everyone. 
So listen, <laughs> if our government's opening it up, majority of people voted for him. Well, that's the pot we're pissing in. <laughs> that's fair. I think it's just like, yeah, if you voted for them, mm-hmm. here you go. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it just is what it is. Like, yeah. Like this, they decided we're going to open up. We're going to open up. Actually, that's not necessarily true. Like, Alberta's open up, but we still have to follow whatever the health order for Edmonton. Right. So I don't even know what that is at the moment. Like, right. I think it's just maybe the mask mandate. So we'll have to wear masks as long as the Edmonton order says. I'm pretty sure that's the rule because it said follow your local authority. So, I mean, masks will still be there. Uh, Yeah. Like hockey's like hockey was opened up before. Like I've already played my first game, and uh, personally, I have zero worry. I have zero worry. <laughs> well, you're vaccinated. Well, even before that, though, I like had zero worry. Hmm. Like I'm <laughs> right. Like I'm just. I'm not saying I was going out and partying. Like I was just doing what was allowed. Yeah, like, exactly. Based on the rules of the game, I did. Whether you agree with it or not, that's up to you. But uh, I never at once felt like. I was at death door. Like if I no. go out there, like you know, kind of like back in the day where the plague, it's in the air, it's gonna kill us. Like I'm yeah. not like that. Uh, I'm still cognizant. Like I wash my hands and wear a mask where I have to, and and that, and like I keep my distance. Like I'm not up in people's faces or having friends over. You just gotta, you still gotta be able to live a little bit of life at some point. Yeah, I, so I kind of agree. Whether we open up now is the right decision. I don't know, but we'll see. But right. those are the rules that we have. So you're going to live in those rules. Yeah. Like everybody. Yeah, exactly. Everyone has opinions, but it doesn't, your opinions don't matter because this is what it is. It's like in the I, States, right? I agree. I, I think I, I've always kind of stuck with what was allowed, like what was technically allowed yeah. for the most part, but I'm not going to lie. Like I, I was legit worried about like, doing combat sports and stuff mm-hmm. without my second vaccine. Like I was just like, yeah. okay, I'm, but it was more just like, ugh, it's like, oh man, I don't want to like give this to somebody else. So for me, it was yeah. just important to get for me. I, I, as long as I had, I had my second shot, I was, I'd be fine doing everything that was yeah. allowed. And but regardless of the other person was vaccinated. Or not, like we right? both, like we both do like jujitsu and yeah. Uh, and it's a, like, right. Even right now it's a simple, like we're open. They're allowed to open. Uh, yeah. based on each school they have their own way of opening up mm-hmm. if they're open and you think that it's not right that they should be open then it's a simple don't go back exactly if you're comfortable go back i mean everyone's free to make their own choices that's canada that's <laughs> that's where we're living that's why we're celebrating canada day baby <laughs> oh jeez, right um, and, I, so and, I, just... and for the record i don't care what you decide like I'm not, if you decide you want to stay in and do that and that we shouldn't be open, cool. Like I, you're entitled to your opinion and I don't a hundred percent agree with it, but I don't hundred, like, I don't necessarily totally disagree with it. Right. Like you could be right. I don't know. But like, we have people, uh, whether you think they're smart or not, our government, they're telling us what to do. Um, and you're just going to do as much as you can with what they've given you. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they're allowed to open up. I don't necessarily have to go do certain things, right? Like I'm not going to the stampede. That's a shit ton of people. Right? Yeah, yeah. But will I play a game of like ice hockey where I'm not really 
I wear a full face shield now after the whole teeth incident, right? Like <laughs> I feel pretty safe out there. Like I don't, I don't share water bottles. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just no. my view on it. I mean, I know no, everyone no. doesn't share the same view and some people might even like call me an idiot for the view I have, but I mean, uh, it, is, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Well, those people we don't put on this podcast. So don't worry, Jordan. We don't need that negativity. Yeah, life. we don't need negativity. Or else I'll tell them the same thing I'll tell everyone. I don't fucking care. Quite honest. Yeah. No. Yeah. And the, sorry, just to the original point, they canceled the uh, Canada Day celebrations here in Penticton. I had no idea until I Googled that. So, I, so what's that mean? They're just not going to do fireworks and stuff. I think so. I think I don't have the work still, but yeah, oh, I don't so think they're going to do that. Okay, what, are you, will you light your own fireworks? No, no. Do you, uh, you want to do you want to know the honest question? The honest answer? Yes. Why I'm not lighting my own fireworks? Too scared. It's probably How'd what you know? I'm thinking. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's exactly it. Okay, that's exactly it. Okay, I think we uh, beat that enough. I don't. Yeah, feel free to email at uh, email us at hey don't touch that pod at gmail dot com yeah. with your uh, opinion on this. But yeah, yeah, maybe we'll we'll bring we'll have the official uh, news. <laughs> What do we call him? Our friend James? Uh, well, he's the unofficial fact checker pretty much of our podcast. <laughs> yeah. If we said something bad on the podcast or we say something that is inaccurate and he will find the uh, story and send it to us and tell us why it was inaccurate. So we'll have him on again. All right. So that's our, that's our news. <laughs> that's our news for the week jordan you came in hot i'm not gonna lie i was uh i'm, I'm impressed dude today i lost from a lady at work what and i don't like that's like out of my character but yeah you know you like i don't know man you're a pretty friendly person like you are a friendly person yeah most things don't bother me i just was like a last couple like uh like i had to work on the saturday and i was just busy on sunday I was just getting frustrated i'm not getting much sleep because of this kid just things things are boiling over yeah and what did you, what did the lady do? She was doing a whole lot of nothing. That's what. Oh. <laughs> Just wasn't helping the conversation. We were basically, we we're talking about a project that needed to happen. And she was going to lose a certain area for a short period of time. She basically just says, no, that can't happen. And I was like, well, so do you want a fixture, don't you? <laughs> and then I ended up going on a big tirade and walking out. So. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it's not my best moment at the hospital. <laughs> she later, she actually apologized to me later. So good, good. You can do no wrong in my eyes, Jordan. Unless you kill my kid or wish we were married. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had, I had something similar. I think I told you about the. Uh... Oh, you told me about the bakery. <laughs> oh God, yeah. So we were, we had a bakery customer come in at nine thirty at night. I was trying to get the the Ninja K dot to sleep. Mm-hmm. and uh i was in i was on the couch and i hear my dog just losing his shit and i let him kind of continue on for like 10 minutes yeah and i noticed after 10 minutes i'm like oh he's still going he usually stops by now so i open the door nash runs in and then i see this lady downstairs she's just like uh, I, i'm here to pick up bread they said they would leave it for me in a box mm-hmm. I, I was gonna go and just try to find it myself but i was afraid your dog would bite me I had never been so proud of my dog ever. As soon as that night, I was just like, "Good boy, Nash. Good job." Like I kept like, just, "Good job, buddy." Yeah, the lady. Uh, so I'm carrying. I'm like, she's like, "Can you help me find it?" 
I was like, what the fuck, right? <laughs> just, I was, I, I didn't lose it on her, but I was definitely not polite. Do you actually, have you ever, do you work at the bakery ever? No, I, we live there. No. <laughs> so you're just there. like, why are you here? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, you have, you ordered bread. I was like, you ordered bread. Like it was like the dumbest thing she could say. I was mm-hmm. like, you ordered bread three days ago and you expect to have it here. Well, yeah. And I'm like, okay, hold on. She's like, can you help me out please? And it's just like, Okay fuck it right i'm carrying my kid he's like awake he's looking at me like what the fuck dad it's just like yeah i know k dot mm-hmm. entitled uh, people from vancouver yeah. i walked over to the garden asked my wife i was just like yo uh so and so is here for bread do you know where it is she's like oh you thought maybe calling craig i called craig he's like yeah her uh bread's in the freezer and then my wife came and ended up dealing with it she's like yeah go upstairs put, try to get him to sleep he did not go to sleep and uh and then afterwards, I find out my wife's like, yeah, can you believe that? I'm like, yeah, I know. She says she called and she didn't get an answer. So she thought she'd show up anyway. And then my wife's like, yeah, do you know what she did afterwards? Mm. She asked if she could have a cherry. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, I, as soon as I get my bread, I'm leaving. Thank you. Thank you. It's like, no, she asked for a cherry after then. Uh, my wife's like, yeah, they're not ready yet. And then oh, they good, left. Good for her. Yeah. Anyway. That's that's <laughs> yeah. So I, I I didn't lose it at that lady, but I was like not happy. Verge. I was yeah. visibly rude. She's like, I'm sorry, didn't say it. anytime she said something to me, I didn't I didn't even acknowledge it. Um, I didn't respond to her. I was very not nice to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her husband was uh, or her partner, whoever was driving her, was just at the just just at the, the at behind the wheel, and he was just on his phone the whole time. I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, good but buddy, you stay out of this don't talk <laughs> i don't like yelling at women mm-hmm. but i will i will like cuss a dude out anyway fair enough <laughs> okay well let's uh segue into our next segment top three <laughs> okay so in honor of father's day jordan i was thinking you know i thought about this quite hard mm-hmm. uh on the weekend and i was lost in thought but i really think this is an appropriate segment um the three best pieces of advice you've ever gotten best pieces of fatherly fatherly advice you've ever gotten and it doesn't necessarily have to be from your dad okay fair enough all right so would you like to start would you like me to start uh it doesn't matter okay if you feel you go you feel ready all right sounds good so you tell me the piece of advice or insightful information you've received and tell (laughs) who said it okay okay number three this was, uh, it's not really advice, but it was something that didn't resonate with me until like probably a few years back. I was, I remember one night I was just out, out just out with friends and, uh, you know, I've been, I've had a few beers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then my uh, friend, my friend, Chris Bondi, he's just like, you know what? The older you get, I, I, he's like, I never realized this until I got you know older, but my dad would always, he didn't matter how late it was, he would still be willing to just drive home mm-hmm. and sleep in his own bed. So it's just like, the older you get, the more, the less likely you are to just accept a shitty bed. And the more you'd want to, regardless of what the journey home is, mm-hmm. you want to go home and sleep in your own bed. Tell me about your own pillow too. Makes it, <sighs> that advice very, very good. I, it's just like when you were, I don't know when I was younger, I could like pass out on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. 
And it's just like, no, I'm not comfortable sleeping. And I, before I used to love sleeping in hotels too, right? Mm-hmm. Like love being out of the house. Now it's just like, no, I can't. I don't like sleeping anywhere else but my house. Yeah. I don't sleep well in hotels anymore. Like I wake up multiple times throughout the night and not because my child is yelling. Mm-hmm. I can't stand it. So yeah, that piece of advice and those words of wisdoms have, have really stuck with me. So it's a good one. Thank you, Chris Bondi. Mm, very nice. Um, yeah, my first piece of advice is actually from my dad. Uh, it's not so much advice he gave me, but it's a takeaway I'm going to use when my kids get older is I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure, I'm not sure there hasn't been one time where I asked my dad for anything where he's like, sorry, I don't have any money. <laughs> it's always for something. I don't have any money. And for years, I was like, yeah, you're just lying. And then there's a time where I thought he actually didn't have any money. <laughs> but then, like, as you get later in life, it's like, ah, okay, I get it. I was asking for something new basically every month. And he's probably just like, I don't have any money. Get out of here. But what do you say to that as a kid? Can you buy me this? I don't have any money. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That basically shuts it down right there. So that's advice I'm going to take with me uh, when I'm going to use on these little turds upstairs when they get older and start asking me for stuff. Has that happened yet? Has, has your kid ever asked you for something? Yet? Well, Monroe asks a lot. She's like, I want, I want, never for like a material object like that I have to buy. It's always like, yeah. I want something like in front of her, like more chicken nuggets or more, I want a color or stuff like that. So we'll see as she gets older. Yeah, it's I'm not going to lie. It's, it is hard saying no to your kid in some ways. No, hey, 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 I do it all the time. I'm not saying yeah. it stops me from doing it, but I remember mm-hmm. like even just like, look at the lego stuff that we'll, we'll look at once in a while mm-hmm. Lydia's like oh yeah i really want that and he's like yeah i'll just say that's nice <laughs> and the one thing my dad wasn't and i don't your dad probably wasn't too you can tell me if i'm wrong but i feel more like oh that toy is cool i want that kind of and i'll buy it for the like oh, i'll buy it for her and i'll just play with her where i don't yeah. feel my dad was ever like that like he played no. video games with me but like it was like, i had to drag him over i'm like hey he was going but that was a different generation, probably. Yeah, I think so. My they weren't dad so soft did. like we were. <laughs> my dad never did anything with me like that. Um, it was <laughs> is I don't know. Subject for you. But... <laughs> no, I just didn't, never played video games. Mm-hmm. Like he'll watch kind of TV and stuff. But like, yeah. yeah, no, he wasn't. It's definitely a different generation. Like his dad was like a shitty dad. Oh, so okay. I don't blame him. But, you know. My, uh, one thing my dad did do is he always played hockey with me all back. Like he'd be the goalie. Yeah. And I could never really shoot very hard when he was a goalie. But I remember, like, I thought it was funny to, like, rip him in the bag and just, like, shoot the balls at him. <laughs> and now, like, being an adult, I'm like, oh, man, what a dick. <laughs> I would have, like, if I was him, I would have slashed me across. Give me the old Marty McSorley, Marty McSorley across that. My dad played, tried playing basketball with us a few times. And I was just like, Dad, what the hell are you doing? And then looking back now, I was just like, okay, that was legitimately nice. Mm-hmm. So, nice. yeah. Anyway, right. back to top three. Uh, it's for you. Oh, for, is it me or are we doing Snake? Yes, yeah, you, Snake Draft. Okay, this advice is from my grandpa. I don't know how true it is today, but definitely I can see it's his generation. Never buy a female on a kitchen appliance. Oh, yeah. That's what he told me. And I actually, to this day, uh, stick by that rule. <laughs> the only why I say it doesn't hold up is because my aunt actually asked for a kitchen appliance for her birthday. And I was like, well, I guess if you're asking for it. What was it? Um, I think it was the, the bigger Actifry. Oh, like okay. A, like a bigger Actifry. 
which is a great gift like active prizer yeah money yeah they're uh they're good especially if you have kids who like chicken nuggets mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i've that's that actually is solid advice because it's just like if you buy somebody a kitchen appliance you're basically insinuating or suggesting they should use it for you mm-hmm. yeah so that's a good piece of advice um yeah so okay so number two and this is like one of the least expected sources of advice i've ever gotten my friend kareem told me this he's uh my real estate, real estate agent, agent yeah uh he was just like we were we were i forgot what we were doing we were, it must have been after training or something and i was probably i probably beat the shit out of him i don't remember but he's just like yeah man like I remember he's just like, yeah, don't buy nice cars. Mm-hmm. Is basically the gist of what he said. Because he's just like, yeah. So you see that, uh, you see my Infinity. He's just like, yeah, when I first got it, it was the nicest car I've ever owned in my life. And it was awesome for the first few months. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was just another payment. Yeah. It'd just be like, well, however, a few hundred dollars coming out of my account every other week. And it's just like, yeah, you, then you just everything just becomes normal. So for me, it, was, it kind of really stuck with me because I've never, like, if I were to buy something I, I, at the time, I would just kind of buy what I had cash on hand for. Mm-hmm. So I've never had a really, or like, and I've been really lucky. My parents have always bought too many vehicles. So <laughs> yeah. I get stuck with whatever the hell they don't want to drive. So yeah. the SX4. Very nice. Very, very reliable vehicle. The Maserati. The Maserati. But yeah, <laughs> right, I the really, Maserati. <laughs> That really stuck with me. It's just like any anything, anything, anytime you buy, like spend a ton of money on something that's new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always kind of think about myself, okay, how am I going to feel about that when I'm used to it, right? Yeah. So it's just like, so why don't I just spend it on something else? Yeah. So anyways, that, really... that is great advice. Like, I think that's something I'll tell my kids be like, listen, car payments are the devil. <laughs> like, make them if you have to. But after that, just hold on to that vehicle for as long as possible. Exactly. That might be the nicest vehicle you have mm-hmm. for the first few months. Yeah. And after that, it's just, an, it's just, that's just another payment. It is a payment to you. So. I do feel once in your life, you need to buy a brand new vehicle for yourself. But then after that, just you stick to shit. Like I don't beaters. Hey, I don't know. We'll see. I say that now. I say I want to drive my truck into the ground, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. No, I, anyway, that was like the, like that piece of advice has stuck with me. Yeah. Like every time. And that's really good advice. Yeah. Okay, number one, number one best piece of advice I've ever gotten is uh, from my dad. I remember one time, it, it was after him and my mom had a big fight. And he would just say this, like, yeah. And Always day, use an open fist. <laughs> open hand. <laughs> day after, like, my mom was not even talking to him. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't cook or do anything, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad's just, and my mom was just, like, basically just ignoring him and not doing mm-hmm. anything in the... So he's, you see my dad in the kitchen, right? He's like cooking for himself. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, yeah, this is why you have to learn how to cook, son. Because if your uh, wife decides to go on strike one day, you'll still have something to eat. There you go. <laughs> it was just his delivery. It was just yeah. the way he said it. One day, they're going to want to go on strike and you're going to go hungry unless you know how to cook did for he, yourself. Did he, when he said this, was this in Chinese or was it in, or Mandarin? It was half Chinese, half English. Half English. And, uh, it's like yeah, you have to you have to learn how to cook. You're you're you need to somehow support yourself. <laughs> how old are you? Do you remember? Oh, I I was probably like in high school. Like high that school. Picture, that high. picture I found of you were you about that age? 
I was younger. I was older than that. <laughs> but uh, he was just like, and I just remember like just the way he was, just the way he said it, and just like, yeah. It, and at the time, it seemed like it was really like it. Yeah, it's great advice. But looking back, I think the other day I was just like, man, this sounds like uh, this reminds me of that time when Ricky Bobby remembers what his dad was saying you know if you're not first you're last yeah. and then uh hell ricky i was high when i said all that you know you can't you can be first second third and it's just like yeah okay i could still eat if my if i don't know how to cook right mm. i can order in i could just buy like you know pre-made food yeah. but it did stick with me and i did learn how to, i mean like i always had an interest in cooking but mm-hmm. to this day like i know how to cook good. so in case my wife goes yeah. on strike another good advice I actually told uh if you're not first to last of Monroe the other day, she beat me to the door and she's like, I'm first. I was like, that's right. And if you're not first, you're last. And then instantly I was like, oh, why did I say that? So we'll that's see. awesome. Hopefully it doesn't stick. Oh, sorry. Just on that note, uh we were I was playing this game called Spot It with Lydia. Mm-hmm. And I would always be like, Oh, too slow, Junior. And I would grab it. <laughs> She starts saying too slow, Junior, now. Uh-oh. She'll say too slow, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Anyway. Junior. All right. That's um, number one. My number one is, again, advice my grandpa gave me. And it was when I was looking for my very first job. I actually couldn't find one. Like, I was having a hard time finding a first job. And uh, my grandpa said to me, he's like, don't be too eager to work because you'll be working for the rest of your life. And at the time, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I need to make some money. But he was right. Like I, that was why I, I had that job and I never stopped working. I always had a job ever since. What was your first job? I worked at Panago. Well, that's not true. Pretty much my I consider my first job working at Panago. Yeah. Worked there basically, I think last year of junior high and then all through high school. Oh, damn. Uh, but uh, my first job, technically, I worked at Pier 1 Imports. Actually, the vaccination center in, in the West End of Edmonton was a Pier 1 Imports. And I worked one day there, setting, okay. like, helping setting the store up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Why did you uh, work more than one day? Yeah, it was a very female-dominated <laughs> environment and lots of candles and just wasn't for me. <laughs> so oh, damn. I'd rather make pizzas and eat them. <laughs> so did you learn anything at Panago? Did you? Uh... Oh, yeah, I can. Well, by learn, I, like I could, if you give me the dough, I can make a pizza probably. Can you toss the dough in the air? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's like that's the first thing you learn. It's so fun. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's my, my favorite part. And cutting pizza is my favorite too. They give you like this big machete. It's like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, but you know, working at Panago was actually sweet. Now that I think about it, you got to answer phones, make pizzas. Your shifts would go by so quick. Yeah. Remember one time, one guy locked me in the freezer though. <laughs> Pretty choked there for a little bit. Did you cry? No, I was just like, fuck, that's cold in here. He's going to let me out. He did let me out. But, uh, and then he made me a pizza. So, we're all, we're oh, all okay. nice. Yeah, my first job was, uh, I worked at Consumer Contact. Consumer Contact. Was that like a eye, eyewear or something? No. Oh, you're uh, like, a, I don't know. What were you? <laughs> I would call people's houses. And get them to do surveys. Okay, that's what I was thinking, yeah, yeah, that was the worst job I ever had. I was, uh, I remember my dad dropping me off, <laughs> and the whole time I'd be like, "Yo, I will be getting an accident today, and I don't think it'll oh. work." <laughs> the sweet release of death. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, Panago Bay may have been my very first like sexual assault experience. What? Gonna, you can, you'll let you be the judge. 
nowadays it wouldn't it wouldn't fly i guarantee you that <laughs> so we had paper paychecks back then oh no <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i remember working at this place and the owner was i think she was a vietnamese woman younger oh, no. she was like it, nothing to do with her but then she started dating this uh this white man yeah i don't know but he became manager somehow so anyway i'm out there flipping my pizza making my pizza there and he's like oh paychecks so he's bringing her paychecks around of course like my hands are all doing all so he puts it in my back pocket and then slaps my ass <laughs> now i don't think twice about it because i'm from hockey and i'm like my favorite thing is to pack ass on the ass so it's like <laughs> i kind of actually started working harder i think after that but <laughs> now that we're talking about it i'm pretty sure like if that happened today it's a class action lawsuit right there. You couldn't do that today. No, you couldn't do that today. No, you could do no that boy, today. no. No boy, no. All right. Excellent top three. I, uh, I I enjoyed that. Thank you. All right. Last segment, dad blog. Well, second last. Second last. All right. You got a dad blog this week? How was Mine's actually from yesterday. My, all my dad blogs are usually from the day before just because my memory is horrible right now. But Yeah, likewise. You don't have an excuse. You don't have CTE. Well, I don't know. Maybe I do. <laughs> um, so yesterday, or sorry, Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah, I picked up uh, the kid from day home. And at day home, of course, they do crafts. So she made me a card. Oh, nice. Yeah, I get to the door. She's like, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Gives me the card. I'm like, what? She's like, I'll make you breakfast. I was like, oh, that's pretty sweet. Take her to the car. We go in. Um, I told my wife, it's like, oh, she made me this card. And she's like, yeah, it's Mother's Day. I was like, no, no, <laughs> it's Father's Day. And she said she's going to make me breakfast. How did I go? She didn't make me breakfast. Um, my <laughs> breakfast, actually, my wife heated up for me, which was leftover Chinese from Saiwu Garden <laughs> that I ordered the night before. Solid. Uh yeah, but my main part of my story is a dad blog. Is, uh, it's actually pretty cool. This is the first year that she's able to understand what was going on. And yeah, yeah. I kind of like, I know she didn't really make me, or she didn't fold it, fold the card or whatever, but she drew on it and everything. So it's good enough. So I do look forward to later years, especially when these kids are making money to see yeah. what kind of Father's Day gifts I'll be getting. Nice. Excellent. Yes. Well, I think girls uh, are quite thoughtful too. So I'm sure yeah some more thoughtful gifts like i don't know about that like 12 year old son of mine but uh (laughs) my daughter's definitely very thoughtful when kendrick hits 18 in a couple years he'll be able to (laughs) take you out for a beer or two (laughs) or sorry 19 in bc but (laughs) yeah oh god that's cool yeah uh i got two dad blogs okay i'm trying to i'll try to make them quick so the first one, okay. So, what are your thoughts on uh, on pet parents? Pet parents, like as yeah. in they don't have anything but pets. Yeah, I know, all, the power, all the power to you. It's probably a wise decision not having kids. To be quite honest. <laughs> so my official stance, I was just like, yeah, if somebody, if I had a friend that got said Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, mm-hmm. and he just had a dog, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm gonna say something. But thankfully, nobody was like that on my any of my social media. Mm. Wait, he's saying happy Father's Day to you? To themselves. Oh, okay. You know, oh, Father's Day, you know, it gets gets real hard sometimes, you know, with the two of us. Being a real being a dad of my golden retriever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, I saw that uh 
like one of the people I follow on Instagram was just like pet parents. I'm just like, that's not real for dad, but I digress. It's yeah. a good, you know what? Sorry. I was going to say, you, you know what? Yeah. Maybe they're not real parents, but to be a good pet owner, I feel it does, it does need some sort of recognition because there's a lot of shitty ones out there. Yeah, that's true. And to be, uh, and I think honestly, again, pets, like the best kid training tool if you have to have like a like a pre-training for well, a kid maybe kid dogs get, yeah get a dog don't get a enough. cat yeah anyway so my first story is about my dog nash mm-hmm. so yeah he's uh normally pretty useless he doesn't have any remarkable skills his only skill is cleaning up the floor now because there's food on it all the time yeah. so the other day so this is a uh, two two weekends ago he apparently, and I was, uh, I came home from mountain bike riding, but uh, he comes up and he had something in his mouth and then he dropped the thing he had in his mouth and the thing he had in his mouth was a mouse. Wow. Caught a mouse. Oh boy. That's pretty hard for a dog to do. It's very hard for a dog to do, but uh, not cool when he drops the mouse that's alive. And now we have a mouse in our, our apartment. Oh God, he brought it in. Brought the mouse in. So we were we were trying to catch the mouse. Uh, Sailor's freaked out. The mouse like ran by her foot or something. Was it a big guy? No, it was a little mouse. Oh, but I was just like, oh fuck, I hate I hate mice. Mice in the house is the worst. It's yeah, I can't just a thought. And uh, we were so our first instinct was bring the cat up. Mm-hmm. And the cat got really nervous and got stuck on the couch. <laughs> so then we brought uh, my mother-in-law also has these uh, live traps. Yeah, she's like, she's like, the trick is you put walnuts in there. And I was just yeah. like, yeah, okay, I guess you're, you're you're good at this. She's like, yeah, they don't like cheese, you know, they don't eat yeah. cheese in the wild. They eat nuts. Mm-hmm. So she, we put a we put a walnut in her live trap. And I'm like, these motherfuckers don't work. I know mm-hmm. live traps don't work, but okay, yeah. I'll I'll humor you. Yeah, she puts it behind the fridge. And sure enough, that night I'm sleeping and I hear this commotion inside behind the fridge and it's just like loud. Like, you know what I mean? You can yeah. hear stuff running around. So she caught, yeah, we caught the live, we caught the mouse. Wow. Very surprised. Anyways, yeah. So Nash brought a mouse in. Yeah. Didn't kill it. And then the other day, uh, my mother-in-law uh, told me, she's like, yeah, so guess what? Nash killed his first mouse today. Yeah. So she had her a live trap. This is another day. She took the mouse out. Mm-hmm. And the cats didn't want to F it up. So she gave it to Nash mm-hmm. and uh, Nash couldn't see it for a while because he's losing his sight. <laughs> yeah. So then eventually my mother-in-law just stepped on the mouse's tail. Like yeah. it would go hide in the bushes or hide in the grass. Yeah. And then finally, apparently then Nash got it and then fucked it up and he ended yeah. up eating it. Crazy. Yeah. So funny story. You brought this up. Like I, you know, my, my cat, like fucking it's just stealth hunter when it comes to yeah. like he cleans out the neighborhood. So yesterday, right uh in the afternoon uh my wife uh started i was outside playing with monroe uh my wife just screams i was like what the fuck is that i look charlie's at the door and he had a mouse in his mouth yeah and he dropped it on the ground and it was still alive and then you can see the mouse jumps at charlie a couple times charlie kind of like backs up he's like And then they like they both pause for a second, and then Charlie's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you!" <laughs> Charges at him. The mouse like runs into the bushes, and Charlie chases after it. Yeah. Uh, and then later that day, he brought back like 
I'm pretty sure that same mouse just like dead as a doornail. I was like, oh man. The worst play about cats though is they just leave it at the back door because they think it's like a prize. Yeah. And then they like, he like rolls over. So I'm gonna have to I have like those uh, little robot hand pinchers. Yeah. I bring it over, I pinch up the mouse and just lob it in the garbage bag. <laughs> so is he still crazy? Uh, a little bit, yeah. He's I'm sure he's like schizophrenic or bipolar or something. No, like, no. He'll run up and be super nice and then cut your leg. Right after. Anyway, carry on. Okay, my second last dad blog. This is from a few weeks back. Um, I was so at night. My my daughter likes hanging out with my mother in law because uh, she basically they'll hang out for a little bit. It and gives then you the booze. That and also the TV. So she'll leave Lydia in her room and mm-hmm. let her watch Treehouse. Oh yeah. And then uh, so one night I came in. I'm just like okay. Lydia, we got, you know, I finished cooking supper or whatever, and then I went to get her. I'm like, okay, we gotta go, we gotta eat. She got really pissed off at me. She's like, and upset. And then I'm talking to my mother-in-law just in the bakery. Lydia kind of storms off. Yeah. And then I go upstairs and I'm upstairs. It's super quiet and I'm just like getting dinner ready, getting stuff, and I'm just talking to her because I I'm like, yeah, she's hiding somewhere here, right? I'm talking really loud. And then I go to her bed because that's usually where she hides. She just hides under the covers. Mm-hmm. She's not under the covers. And then I go to our bed, mm-hmm. not under the covers. Whoa. I go to the front door and I'm like, wait, I did I see her shoes when I came in? Mm-hmm. Shoes aren't at the front door. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. I thought somebody came into our yard and like, like took her so yeah. i'm looking around i'm like I'm, i went to the bakery i'm like dude i can't find lydia where'd she go she's just like i was like did you see her and uh, she's like i don't know text craig maybe she jumped into the car on his way to uh whole foods to you know drop food off yeah bread off i'm like okay i'll text him i was so worried i'm looking around the yard i can't find her yeah there's nowhere in the yard so yeah. i go to the playground by our house walk over i've got kendrick you know got him in the sling yeah and uh He's really heavy. And I'm really tired right now. So I go to the park. <laughs> I'm expecting to see her. Yeah. She's not there. Oh, so I lost Lydia. Didn't know where she was. And then I go back. Go back. Oh, her to the shoes house. are gone. Her shoes are gone. So you know she left the house. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm looking around. I went back upstairs again. I told I told you, okay, I can't find her. She's mm-hmm. like, oh my god. Like we thought we, you know, somebody abducted her. Yeah. And I'm just going through all the things in my head. Have you ever seen that uh, that that documentary on Netflix where it's about that haunted hotel? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then how they found in the, the water cooler like, right? or yeah, water yeah. tower. And I'm like imagining it. I'm like, oh man, what if Lydia like drowned? And I didn't know, right? Yeah. And then, and then Jude's like, eventually she's. And then I get, you know, I'm texting Craig. She's not. He's like, yeah, she's not there. Check. She's in the garden. Checking the garden. I'm looking around the garden, and finally. I went off. I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'm I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look in the shed. Look mm-hmm. elsewhere. She's like, yo, we found Lydia. Turns out she went down, and uh, Lydia thought Jude was uh, Salish. Yeah, and she's just like, oh, I thought you were mom. And then she's like, no, I'm not mom. Mom doesn't look like me. Is that your your mother-in-law? Yeah, Jude. And uh, it turns out Lydia was hiding in the garden behind yeah. this fence. Yeah. It's like this, like perugula thing. I don't know, yeah. scaffolding. Yeah. yeah, she was so pissed at me. She hid, <laughs> and she was waiting for her mom. And I was just like, I was so pissed. Yeah. I was like, I how do you handle that me. situation out of curiosity? Like, just... you're, 
you're grateful yeah. and then i but i was like when i'm mad at her yeah i don't like talk i'm like very very quiet i only yeah. say like the absolute bare minimum yeah and i i have no patience That's and then that enough. night yeah i was so pissed off so we ate it's quiet dinner and then mm-hmm. i gave her a bath and like okay lydia don't ever hide from that ever again yeah. i thought somebody abducted you yeah yeah man i think my soul would leave my body if i thought that i'm gonna be like oh god yeah what happened yeah, my mother-in-law is like, yeah, thank goodness we found her. Imagine telling Salish this. And I was just like... Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You thought the doomsday device was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's my two dad. Oh, that's wild. That's a scary story, actually. Oh, fuck. I was so scared. So nervous. And when I found her, like, you're so happy. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, thank goodness. And then, like, rage sets in. Because you're just like, yeah. why the fuck? fuck would you ever do this to me? the funny thing too is i remember actually now this brings back a story and again with my grandpa like we uh have like a back my parents had a back alley yeah. and i was good friends with the uh, that like i don't know the kitty is a kitty corner or adjacent neighbor like diagonal like yeah, yeah. you leave the like my the driveway and there's diagonal yeah um his name is jerry he's from Laos. my first friend <laughs> anyway uh i told my grandpa i was like oh hey i'm just gonna go to jerry's house and he's like okay so I go back there, but Jerry wasn't home. Oh, shit. Uh, I rode my tricycle over. <laughs> oh, fuck. Right? So I came back, and I just started riding my tricycle in the driveway for like half an hour, for an hour. Yeah. My grandpa came like came out because he was going to come basically get me from Jerry's. Like, hey, time for Jerry. And he saw me just cruising around the driveway. He was so mad at me, and I didn't really understand why. Because he's just like, well, he could have been taken by somebody just out here, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I didn't really understand why, but now like being a parent, you're like, <laughs> you ain't leaving my sight. Did he beat you? I don't know. He beat me for sure. But like, what? I don't know if that was an occasion where he would. Uh, the one time I do remember, and I think my sister would remember this too. We we went to Five Star Video to return. Uh, I had to return something. Yeah. And we had this Shih Tzu who was a bit like brain damaged a little bit from like a, we had a fire at our house yeah and he like ran and hit it on the table and had like smoke inhalation and all that so he's like very <laughs> like he's fucked a little bit so anyway my grandpa ran in he uh, benji who was a shih tzu he hopped over to my grandpa's seat took a huge shit hopped back and me and my sister knew like we knew but we oh, chose shit. not to say anything uh my grandpa came in and sat down and me and my sister both like <laughs> they're laughing he lost his shit on us oh yeah i definitely took a lick in there <laughs> when we got home <laughs> oh boy yeah my, my, my grandpa used to use the wooden spoon until nice. he retired it over my sister and it broke and i was like yes <laughs> what do you replace it with i don't know if he did replace it yeah I think he's like in his head. He's like, "Well, <laughs> the main weapon's broken. <laughs> We're done." I don't know. Probably use so his maybe, hands. I guess I don't know. I feel like I could get some good power with my hand. I know I can slap pretty hard. So, like, if I were to ever spank, it would be have to be like ten percent power. Really? Well, oh, dude, twenty percent power would annihilate most men. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If I had to spank, I think I would like. I would always overestimate the amount of strength i would need yeah overestimate yeah so that'd be too bad i i would just be like it's not gonna hurt unless i go 85 yeah. percent. 
and then even then it's like i don't have enough control yeah so it goes to like 100 i think i'd leave a, a mark anyway mm-hmm. i don't know i think yeah, I, like, f- I feel i feel spanking would have to be some sort of like a build-up it'd be just like, like a light spank like you'd spank your wife <laughs> <laughs> and then if it if that was, wasn't hard enough you'd go a little bit harder <laughs> what about like a jujitsu move a jujitsu what move it'd be oh, tough to it... arm bar them right yeah but uh, what about what... a wrist lock no i almost needed some sort of judo throw but they'd probably like it they'd probably like it i was just gonna say they would really like it they'd either really like it or they'd be really hurt because you did it on the right now like i'll like give her i've given her like a tombstone and a a, like power slam and yeah power like razor's edge a couple times so i mean she loves that shit yeah i don't know maybe a wrist lock i don't know what jujitsu move you can use yeah i guess wrist lock but I feel they have very gummy wrists. Like they probably wouldn't even tap to it. She probably be like, probably just look you in the eye and be like, "Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> Americana." Maybe I feel like you'd grab Kendrick's arm and he'd just like muscle <laughs> muscles way out of it. He's freakishly strong. I'm straight arm, straight yeah. arm, and head and arm. You, yeah, he's freakishly strong, man. Never gonna have to. I have to keep working out anyway. Mm. Oh shit! Okay, last segment. We should. Uh, this is going on longer than this. Might actually meet the mock draft episode. <laughs> um, right. All right, our beer review. Oh yeah, that's right. How was your beer? It was good. It was really good, actually. Uh, this is better than the Czech Pilsner I had. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven point eight. That's high. That's pretty good for a. It's very uh, good. Yeah. It's very good. Pretty honey, good. The Honey Brown Big Rock Brewery. All right. Sounds good. Uh, I have the Steamworks Kolsch Lagerdale. My guess was of all the fancy beers my wife purchased, this was probably the least expensive and the uh, least exotic. It was also the best one. All right. Mm-hmm. So Europe, you can go fuck yourself when it comes to beer. Steamworks Kolsch Lagerdale. I didn't even know I like Kolsch. Now I know. I will give this out of five. Uh, 3.9. 3.9. That's pretty good. 3.9. 78. So. Good. All right. That was an unexpectedly long episode yeah. of Hey, don't touch that. Yeah, I hope uh, we got into a lot. This means you and I don't talk enough. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, thank you all for listening. Go subscribe. Uh, give us a review on uh, iTunes. And good evening, good night, good morning, whenever you're listening to this. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again. Goodbye.